While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I am Heather Gay. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast and one of the owners of Beauty Lab. I'm joined by Trey. I'm the other owner, the other co-host. And together we are Drether. And we are here to pump you up. (laughs) (laughs) Hans and Franz. Your references never fail to just impress the fuck out of me. (laughs) Well, that's probably why I like to keep you around, Trey. Because you're... Always impressed audience. What's good as a comedian if there's no audience to appreciate it? Oh my goodness. Well, may I say welcome, Bach? Welcome, Bach. <laughs> this is Brandon Sharp. I love that so much. I do too. I do too. I got to throw in some sound bites here, I probably. You probably recognize my voice. Excuse me? My voice, you might recognize it. Welcome, Bach. This is B Sharp. Classical music is our forte. Pipe dreams. <laughs> Different show, but same character. Love. So, um, yeah, but you've been gone for a minute. We've been we gone. We all missed we, you. You were with me for half of the minute. I was. I'm going to say you were with me for the shittier half. If yes. If you were to divide. Yes. Oh, completely. Just, yeah. You know, in the mission of Beauty Lab, I want to be authentic and transparent in that. And two roads diverged in a wood. Mm-hmm. And you chose reunion I did I know and it's crazy because I even said do you remember I was like I can do one or the other but I can't do both so where where should I go and I said reunion yeah reunion (laughs) because I'm a (laughs) shitty selfish friend (laughs) no I loved it though I had a great time you did I really did I totally enjoyed it I had a wonderful time well you sacrificed big oh my gosh it was great I I loved it Truly. I don't even think I told you that I did end up walking four miles from the studio to our hotel and it was absolutely glorious. It, During reunion? Yeah. Well, because remember with all of the COVID like hoops that we had to jump through, yeah. I kind of had to kill like an hour and a half. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll just wander back to the hotel to see where this road takes me. And it was like eight in the morning and it was California and beautiful and so sunny golden light. and like the perfect like 60 degrees and the air was crisp and I thought well I'll walk until I'm tired and then I'll get an Uber and I just ended up walking the whole way and I loved it it was so fun that's so sick yeah it was the I stopped at a coffee shop and got a coffee and it was a, just a great grand old time and then you hung out in the trailer and supported me mm-hmm. and then took us all out to dinner thank you for that oh by my the gosh way. well you're half of that then helped load me into the car and onto the plane. <laughs> it was so fun. I really had a great time. Well, it was fun. And it was, it was fun such to see a everyone. whirlwind. Yeah, it was fun to see everyone and to like catch up with everyone. But mm-hmm. uh, that's why we missed that week. Yes. Because of reunion. Yes. Because I'm the most important one. It's me. It's always <laughs> been me. <laughs> and then... I came home and I only had like a couple days. Right? Yeah, like one day or two, maybe two days. Yeah, well, we came. Yeah, maybe two days. Yeah. And um, I had to go to New York for Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. 
which ended up being like, I swear in that moment, watch what happens live, we were infinite. You know, it was one of those totally. nights. One of those nights when you're with your friends and the music's <laughs> right and the food is right and the vibe is right. You had the best time. Yeah. Do you remember what you said to me when you called me? You were like, I can only describe in, my experience. In one show tune. <laughs> sing it, Dre. What did I sing? Well, I've had the time of my life. Right? I've never felt this way before. <laughs> Yeah. I swear <laughs> it's the truth. We just had so much fun because um it was just one of those nights where everybody was there and hanging out and magic happened. Magic happened. Sometimes and, the stars align and it just the vibe is there and the right people with the right dynamic yeah. and it just make it doesn't even matter what you're doing. No, it makes it just it was just I felt like I was in the like the saddle of like a mechanical bull of like creativity and love and good energy. Yeah. Which was like both sexual and comforting, <laughs> if you can imagine. Rocked to sleep by a raging bull between your legs. Um, but it was, I was, we were kind of, I think, celebrating too that we were all able to go out because I think with Omicron, like kind of, how do you say it? Omicron? I thought, oh, yeah. My, oh, Micron. <laughs> oh, Micron. Yeah. I get confused about how to say it. I honestly always say just I Omic- call it. I Omicron. call it Voldemort. <laughs> but I think you're right. I think it's Omicron. Well, whatever it is, I hate it. Yeah. And I think... Um, everything's so up in the air that was just like this moment we're just like we need to enjoy this while we can like we need to be together face to face Mm -hmm. in in social you know exchanging energy and possibly bodily fluids you know (laughs) in order to propagate the species and the arts right i really fundamentally believe that even even as an introvert even as someone that loves to isolate Mm -hmm. i totally believe that it's just like what good is a plug if there's Yet no one to receive it. Like a man part and a female part, but different. No, and it, it, you know what? It just like proves the point that it's all about perspective because, you know, maybe three years ago you would have gone out and had that night and it would have been, you know, obviously so fun, but it meant even more. Kind of like the when you went and saw Kristen. I was just thinking you know, water in the desert. Yeah. And it's like when you've kind of gone without and it's not part of your everyday, like, normal activity, then that moment in time seems so precious, you know? Totally. It reminds me of Eddie Murphy when he would do his stand-up routine, and he'd be like, you married the Ritz cracker because you were starving for so long, and then just eating saltines, and then somebody gave you a cracker, and you were so starving, like, that wasn't a normal cracker, that was delicious, was that a Ritz? That was buttery, that was flaky. It's just a cracker. Completely. Yeah. But But it was, it's... That was probably a bad analogy because it really was significant. You yeah, know? yeah. No, but it made but it. But it would even... have been like a cracker back in the day, right? Oh, well, I mean, it would ago. have been so fun and great, and you would have remembered it forever anyway. But th- it was like exponentially more impactful and important and enjoyable. Yeah, because... we take so many things for granted. What are some of the things you feel like we took for granted pre-pandemic? Oh my gosh! Like everything. Everything. Like the ability to go to clubs and restaurants and yeah, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But I think even, I mean, gosh, we had an interesting experience recently. And like the service industry has changed, you know? I feel like the, I feel like we're literally, I'm grieving the loss of like hardcore capitalism. <laughs> I really, right. I feel like it was toppled. Yeah. In in many ways, in good, 
that was good in many ways. But for sure. the entrepreneur in me mm-hmm. and just the you and know, the consumer and the consumer in yeah. me, yeah, it's just it's like watching you know the customer service wall come tumbling down because it feels like the customer's not always right. The collective is now always right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like the like if the customer doesn't want to wear a mask, like three years ago, we would have accommodated. Right. Those circumstances. And now it's like, it's, it's all or nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's one for all and all for one. Right. Right. Which is this great collective thought, but that's, that's something that we're not really used to in America. Totally. No, we're, we're not. And yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it is, it's, well, like a lot of times too, like there are things about the pandemic and the service industry that I'm like, I love these changes. Like, I love shopping online. Shout out Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos and Shipped. <laughs> yes, like, I am I love Shipped and I love... Instacart and Shipped yeah. changed my role as a mother. Oh, 100%. I buy my kids much more bottled water and Capri Suns because I don't have to load it in the cart, load it on the gurney, load it back mm-hmm. in the cart, load it in the car, load it in the house, and load it in the fridge. Yeah, Load the box up to the trash, load the trash up to the curb. And the t- 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 <laughs> that's my life. I know. Well, it I- literally makes me like not want to buy Capri Suns or water for my children. Yeah. No, I know. I know. And like, I feel like I can stick to a shopping list now a lot better because I have to grocery shop with my kids if I physically go there. Right. And we always end up getting $82 worth of crap that I didn't want to buy. And so like... And junk that you don't want to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love that aspect of things. But like... I just, I don't know, like, I mean, our, just to talk about our experience, like, I don't really go out to restaurants often now. Like, it's all DoorDash, and I love, I appreciate DoorDash, and I love being at home and all of the things, but, like... Shout out, Uber Eats. <laughs> shout out. Your drivers are the best. The very best. Best delivery and DoorDash, but, you know. Yeah, I, I feel like... DoorDash makes more than Uber Eats delivery, guys, or what if, what do you think the... Oh, I mean, it's hard to know, but I've heard that Uber Eats is like the upper echelon, like, you know, right? Or is it not? Well, I don't know. I've never worked for them. Yeah. Well, if you work for Uber Eats, hit us up and let us know. We know some <laughs> of our better? listeners might, what's and we'd better? love to. We'd love to know the what's better. But um, anyway, so we had made a reservation. Long story, not not so long. Um, we had made a reservation because you had uh, people in town. Right? Yeah. My literary agent and his yeah. partner, <laughs> yeah. Stephen Isaac, had flown in from Virginia, from BWI. And we we're going to go to dinner. And, like, we wanted to, like, make sure we could get seated, make sure that – because it's, you know, social distancing back again. Right. It's a mask mandate. And right. I, and I was nervous that we wouldn't be able to get in somewhere. Yeah. So um, I made a reservation for us. It was a place – now, this was my big mistake. I had never been there before. But I did read the reviews, and the reviews were good. It's attached to a high-end restaurant that has a great reputation in Salt Lake. I just hadn't been to that particular place before. And so I'm like, that sounds good. They got there before us. The the reservation was under my name, and they gave the name like five They were literally there five minutes minutes before before it even, our reservation hit. And so they knew that we were there, or at least part of our group was there. We got there. Um, they said, would you like us to seat you? And they said, we'll just sit at the bar because they didn't want to like be presumptuous and seat, sit. Right, right, right. So Before they, we they, had gotten there. Yeah, they kind of punched and said, no, you don't see, need to seat us right now. And then we got there four minutes later. Yeah, yeah. 
Like and they hadn't even drank their waters. They hadn't ordered a drink or anything. They'd barely gotten water served. Right. And which is, in. I'm surprised that they even got that. But so more on that later. To the bar next yeah. time. So anyway, then they, they didn't have our table ready. The restaurant was virtually empty. And they said, can you go find a place to sit? And we thought, well, we, we already checked in and it's five minutes later and they were going to get seated five minutes ago. So I, we just thought once we were there, we're going to get seated. Right. And they were like, yeah, go sit down and we'll prepare your table. Yeah. And then, and then we, we sat for like uh, six or seven or eight minutes. Yeah. Like we, I don't think we got sat until like 715. Our reservation was oh, at seven. At least because we didn't even get water till 745. Right? Yeah. Or no, that's when we got no, drinks. No, that's when we got drinks. So anyway, drinks. we sat down. We didn't see a server for at least five minutes, I would say. Five solid. Yeah. And like, I don't know where my service and my restaurant people at. Like, I worked in restaurants forever. And like, that is a cardinal sin to like let your table sit. You have to at least go greet them by putting a napkin on the table or like saying, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm going to be right back. Yeah. And like bringing waters is like a really common way to do that because then at least they're going to have something to drink. So... That happened, and then we did order drinks. The second she came over, we ordered drinks and water. And yes. we it took about 20 minutes to get water, uh-huh. and then it took another 20 minutes to get drinks. Yes, and truly. We, and then it took another 20 minutes to get... So we texted our friends who had had a reservation <laughs> for six. We were just four at a grill, and they had a reservation for six at a high-end restaurant around the corner. And I said, we are just... We, you know, we just barely finished our apps and I thought we could hit them up for entree. Okay. Because I figured like yeah. it's six and like they were probably late and we, you know. Sure. And they're like, oh, we're finishing up dessert. <gasps> That's what they texted. I they didn't were, know that. They were, they texted, I think it was maybe even after you left, they're like, oh, we're, we've had dessert, like we're done. That's right. So we oh. all went over to Grand America. My gosh. And we tried to order like three or four of the things that we used to get and they're just, they're not there anymore. Yeah. Just, they don't, they're just not there and it's not like... It doesn't matter if popular demand. It doesn't matter if the if we pick it or you know or protest like before. Like you could say, you know what, we before they keep the sandwich on just because they loved you and you're your customer for forty years. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But now it's like it's just sad. I know it is sad. It is totally sad. Everything has changed about like that kind of um, indulgent customer experience. I feel like right. Well, and like. Our experience last night, do you think that that was just like poor service or do you think that was about like the restaurant being understaffed? Um, I think it's a trickle down effect. I think that it's basically like there are, I think, I mean, I'm going to just, I think it's like a perfect storm. Mm -hmm. I think that business owners discovered how much overhead they were paying and liability they're paying in employees and in and in people in their restaurants and whatever versus uh, just doing take takeout. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in many ways. And I think that they discovered they could, well, th- that's th- the truth of it is when you get down to brass tacks and you can only have one employee in the building, you discover that one employee can do a lot more than the seven employees you had there before. Sure, sure. And so as a business yeah. owner, we started to realize like, oh, all of these like extra things, like, cause we kind of moved during the pandemic. Yeah, we did. And we didn't like put up a lot of uh, decorations or touchable tchotchkes mm-hmm. or knickknacks. It was just bare bones because it had to be pristine and sterile. And like I got used to that. So I'm just like, I don't want to go buy a, 
a couple end tables and lamps that people are going to touch. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? No, like, go, totally. Because you try to, you don't want to have like a lot of touchable surfaces in order to keep it mm-hmm. as sterile as possible, right? Yeah. And like, I think there were things that, you know, all of a sudden empowered businesses to just dictate who their customers were instead of customers dictating who their businesses were. Sure. And yeah. That's I understand. A role reversal that just has really thrown me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It was like, I was so disappointed last night. I was so disappointed. Well, you had some raw cauliflower in <laughs> fried well, even the, the food wasn't even good. Like, the, it was just not a good experience at all. None of it. Nothing redeemed itself. Yeah. And I was like sad because I'm like, I'm I'm out to dinner. Like, I'm You're going out. Like, risking, you got dressed up. Yeah. You I'm like so going cute. out. Yeah. yeah. Risking the pandemic yeah totally and making an exception there because i like it was a special occasion or whatever yeah, and want to hang out yeah and i appreciate and respect that restaurants are staying in business and are providing oh, yeah, a safe for environment sure. for us to come and eat but i'm like i'm where? sure they have frustrations too because i think they are understaffed i think there are supply chain issues i think they can't get the services that they still need but like we were laughing about it last night because when we went to Cheesecake Factory like literally they just kept bringing us a different QR code like every two minutes with a different <laughs> menu because things were run like oh, things weren't yeah. available and so mm-hmm. we were just like well, we only have like everybody had like three things they wanted one somebody wanted chicken madera chicken riesling and like lemon piccata or something yeah yeah the tried and true the yeah. staples yeah and not a single one was in season oh, so that to sucks. speak and then like what we did get wasn't good and then we had uh our friend who's like probably 32 only had a photo of her ID because she's just like anti-purses and <laughs> she learned her lesson. And like, we're all, I mean, we're all old. Right. And we were not smuggling underage. And like they, she couldn't even have a champagne glass. We got a bottle of Vogue. She couldn't even have a champagne glass anywhere in her vicinity. Aww. The manager came over and said, I'm sorry, ma'am, but I'm going to have to like, ask you to not have the champagne because like she was sipping out of my drink and they were watching her yeah and it was crazy that they cared that much and like i understand they didn't want to lose their license absolutely but it's just like you don't have any food you're being mean to us about (laughs) the one thing you do have which is alcohol we bought the most expensive alcohol you had right and like just bring it to us yeah and like she's and she kept saying i don't work for the yeah, of, the ABC. Yeah, the yeah. ABC. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm an influencer. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny because there were there were six of us and there were only four of us drinking. Okay. So it wasn't, there was no way that it was really a patrolling issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. there's six of them and only five have IDs and they all six have glasses. Right. There were four glasses for six people. Yeah. But mine kept creeping over to her yeah. side. <laughs> Because I'm a good friend. Yep, you sure. I was funneling her. I was funneling my <laughs> underage friend booze. She was like, she's, I don't even know how old she is. She's but over has four children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I think she's in her thirties. I think she's like thirty-eight. Yeah, even wow. Well, she's probably gonna kill me. I she's, mean, I've been denied going into a bar before because I haven't had my ID, even that's though they know different. that you I'm. Know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, even though I'm clearly over the age of 21 come on no i totally like, got that this was like a restaurant and like there's six of us in a booth yeah yeah totally. you know what i mean yeah. and we're all adults. just like women. hey let us do our thing so like, yeah just look I know. the other way or i know i'm gonna get so much i'm gonna get canceled <laughs> for that don't cancel heather we, we you know cancel you me. know that we you know, all I'm gonna do a feel quarantine. the same way we all get, cancel me and i'll just quarantine <laughs> i don't know what else do you think has like changed okay well 
I'm gonna sorry, I'm gonna back up. Beep, beep. So back it up. I was recently listening to a podcast and this it was this neuroscientist that studies like the effect Nerd alert. I know. Nerd alert. Like basically the effect of isolation on your brain. And he compared it to like it being similar to fasting, where like <laughs> when you're fasting like breakfast, okay, think of fast Sunday. Breakfast, you're starving. Yes. Gurgling stomach. You want to die. Want to die. But Pain, like pangs at of some hunger. point you do turn a corner. You numb out. And then it like isn't as bad. And then like you can kind of go a little bit longer, a little bit and longer. And you smell the dinner rolls. <laughs> and you smell the brisket <laughs> and the Lipton onion soup. Oh, And heaven. you think, I'm so glad. <laughs> When daddy comes home from his meeting so we can eat. <laughs> but, you know, like people, when they've gone on like long, long fasts, like the longer you are like two into to three it, hours. the more your body adjusts three to, to it. Three to four hours. Like, yeah. kinda, like, a, like an eight hour like fast. Like a little nail can biter. You, can you imagine? Can't. Um, and it's the same way with social interaction. Like it is something that we need as human beings, but the more we go without it, the less we crave it. So our brains are actively, we're not craving social interaction. Our, is our ability to socialize atrophying? Is that yeah, the ability essentially, to atrophy yeah. a little bit? Yeah. And everybody's different. Like there are introverts that are easily sated. Like everybody, even if you're an introvert or an extrovert, everybody needs social interaction in order to- Because human yeah. beings. And- Every creature, right? Yes. And there are- Except for the sloth. <laughs> there kidding. are introverts that are, and an introvert still can- find meaning and enjoy social interaction. They just are sated by less and they don't need it as frequently. And people who are like extremely extroverted need a lot more to like hit that threshold of, of being fulfilled, you know? And, but yeah, that applies to a lot of things. Yeah, I do. But I think, yeah, but anyway, I, I thought of my, yes, easily sated. (laughs) true um but i was thinking gosh i feel like i've experienced that because i'm a really social person very social and like i don't even feel the need anymore i was just texting with a friend that i haven't talked to in a while and i said he was like oh what's going on i was like well i um finished my fourth puzzle of 2022 (laughs) we are 14 days in on this bitch and like really and that is girl. but I enjoy it and I love it and I'm thriving. Like I really do enjoy it. Um, but it makes me kind of sad because I'm like, oh, I'm like adjusting and getting used to the isolation yeah. of not going out and not going to parties and not hosting dinner parties and not, you know, being social. It's weird. It is weird. I just was thinking like how fun it was to be social, specifically. Yeah. Maskless, specifically. Mm-hmm. Lip touching. <laughs> Making out with randos. Making out with randos. <laughs> One way to support the pandemic. <laughs> so what has changed for you, like, personally, internally? Um, like, do you resonate with that, of, like, not craving it as much as you normally would? Because you are an introvert, I have I'm to a say. Total, I never really craved social interaction, but I felt... Um, obligated and compelled to be social mm-hmm. in order to like appear mentally healthy sure in order to you know yeah you <laughs> yeah, know just to keep totally. up the ruse <laughs> and like you can't completely hermit out and so there's this weird weird part of me that um feels simul- like i told you the other day like feels when you 
had COVID exposure. Like, I can't risk it for you right before reunion. And uh-huh. I hadn't seen you in days. And like, we would have had the best time together. Yes. But I felt simultaneous, like just when anyone cancels plans, but also it was like more comforting than just a, it wasn't a canceled plan. It was like COVID. Yeah. You know, this blanket of just like, don't have to interact. Don't have to answer the phone. Don't have to, you know, go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, and also f- completely justified and compelled to by law. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like how I imagine a friend we have that's a felon. Uh-huh. Um, well, he's how I imagined that he said to me when he was talking to me from jail. <laughs> that really happened. Yeah, that really happened. How I imagined this really life thing happened is he said it's like kind of nice. Like I'm paraphrasing, you know, like it's mm-hmm. it's good for me. Like it's a routine. It's calm. And mm-hmm. I thought if you're living in a frenetic, chaotic, you know, crime filled existence or violent existence on the streets and you're 19 years old, it probably is that weird sense of like, yeah, you're grieving the loss of your freedom, but you're also being fed, being cared for, sure. having, knowing exactly <clears throat> yeah. what you're going to do every day. And there's a, a weird, um, just comfort mm-hmm. in not having, having to make any of those decisions. I remember distinctly feeling it right when I walked through the doors of the missionary training center as a missionary, because it was pretty hectic getting there sure because satan was working really hard on me as you might imagine (laughs) he does that me being the valiant spirit i am and knowing that one day i might go public (laughs) um i i had really had a lot of chaos before getting in financially emotionally um with my job with the boy i was like kind of dating like it was just weirdness yeah and i remember just like getting there and like my parents were like all sad or whatever and like i was sad too you know yeah, of, of course. course but i walked the doors and i just was like like <sighs> yeah like total, a i relief. could breathe for the first time like not obligated or compelled to be or do or anything every decision was going to be made for me and the pandemic kind of does that every decision is now made for us in a lot of ways which is Completely. horrible for our you know, children that we're trying to nurture. I know. I hear you though. And I think it has changed things for our kids. A ton. A ton. A ton. Like things that would never seem normal to me are totally normal to them. You know, like they were already isolated and, and living on screens and we took away their like one major thing for social interaction. Mm-hmm. And even now we're, we're putting them back in it, but we're masking them. So these are like, I think there's gifts and, blessing i mean yeah. you know what i mean there's yeah. shadow side to everything but i think like how do they learn you those are the years where you're all of your receptors are like on mm-hmm. high right because mm-hmm. you're learning everything yeah like how to read the room and how to read faces and how to read how to exchange yes. you know yeah mm-hmm. thoughts and ideas and needs and wants and like you're so vulnerable and you're just this learning sponge and like when you are masked, it is a muted experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's like having a conversation with earplugs in. Yeah. I never feel, I feel like in order to connect to someone, I have to like move my mask and I hate that about myself, but it's like this weird mental thing. I like know. I always pull it I away know. from my lips. I feel the same way. Just because it's like when I'm talking like this, I don't feel like you can really hear me. Yeah. But can you? I mean, yeah, but it's muffled. Well, today I was at Target and I... It's like when you've sinned and you can't hear this little small voice. That's true. But anyway, I was at Target and I walked past Chantel and her whole family. and But they were masked, except for the kids weren't. And I recognized Tegan. And I... Because I would have absolutely just blown past her. Like we... Our carts were like this. Are you... I mean, 
and I and then I recognized Tegan. I was like Tegan. Then I like and I was like, oh, it's Chantel. But I like, but never would have. She wouldn't have recognized me either. You know, ODB in the in you know in the culinary aisle at TJ Maxx Home Goods (laughs) said Heather. Oh my gosh! I thought, oh my gosh, another handsome fan. If I had a dollar for every handsome fan, man, at TJ Maxx, no. But I do run into a lot of my favorites at TJ Maxx. Shout out to Rob. Um, and Danny Pellegrino. Oh my gosh, there's too many there's of you so to many. mention. I don't so want to many. offend anyone. If you didn't make the list this week, just tune in next week. Um, and I was just like, hi. Like this flat, like non-affect. Yeah. Like, hi. And then he pulled his mask and was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Leapt into his arms, knocked down like three crystal vases and a couple ceramic pitchers, but no big deal. Yeah. It is. It's sad. I know. One thing that I will say that is it's hard as a business owner, but like as a human being, I feel like morally good about it. But like, I think that it now like our policy at Beauty Lab is like, if you're sick, you have to stay home regardless of your test, whatever. Right. It doesn't matter if you have COVID or if you have a cold. We, we don't want to get anyone else sick, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Like, I think people are much more conscientious now of like, not wanting to spread being sick. It does <laughs> suck because I think in the old days, people would just come to work sick. And just yeah, they would scare said shift. In the old days, I used to cough to cover up a fart. <laughs> and he said, and now I fart. To cover up a cough. It's so true. I have so much anxiety when I cough in public. I'm like, God. I always say, excuse me, excuse me. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> don't know where that came from. Asthma, pollen, hay fever. <laughs> I literally say, excuse me. And I like act like this. It's this absurd thing. Yeah, I know. Ugh. So many things are different now. And then I fart up a storm. <laughs> <laughs> you and Mary Cosby. Wait. <laughs> Can we talk about how COVID has interrupted the supply chain and how that may have affected our life? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just revealed to Heather, like right before we started recording this, that so we had some merchandise um, sourced in China and in a respectable non-child labor part of totally. No, they've done an amazing job. It was, yeah, so great. And, um, but I had to arrange shipping. And that was a little bit of a concern because, you know, as we know, supply chain, the shipping's all messed up. So um, the company that I we sourced from recommended that I schedule it with DHL. Can I say DHL? Yeah, of course. Okay. Dry and, humping legit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I tried to do the website, couldn't figure it out. Like it was hard. I didn't know the address. It was a whole big mess. So I ended up getting she someone. No, Chinese character entered the address no, I of really, the shipyard in China. I could not figure it out. So I got someone on the phone and they were incredibly helpful. He like helped me figure out all the stuff. <laughs> the we size, pl- the dimensions, we, yeah, the we weight, plugged everything. in all like how many crates we have and like pallets and what are the measurements and blah, 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 whatever. Yes. Gives me my grand total. <laughs> it was for, for wait, how much, how much merchandise were we having shipped? It Dollar was, amount. Oh, uh, like about $6,000 worth okay. of, so, of merchandise. So about $6,000 so. worth of merchandise. And I we've... know it's like hard, like it's China and it's crazy right now. So I was thinking like maybe like a thousand, twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, 1200 you know? bucks. Um, Which would have been pretty outrageous considering it absolutely. was like a $6,000 order. Yes. And $1,200 of that is just shipping. Yeah, but I was planning on that. Yeah, I would have anticipated the same. Oh, no. So the, what was the grand, the grand total? total? He's like, okay, so your total is going to be 
a hundred and two thousand dollars and forty eight cents or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, "Excuse me, what?" So, what did you really say though? What did you say? Did you say what was that? I, I, yeah, I said a hundred and two thousand. Like, and then I was like, maybe it's a. Like, like a thousand dollars, yeah. yeah. Like it's ten twenty. I'm like U.S. dollars. Yeah. Like, so what did you say? I just was like, what? A hundred, a hundred thousand dollars? And then I said, I was like, well, we paid like six thousand dollars for the merchandise. I can't. We're not going to spend a hundred two thousand dollars <laughs> shipping it to us to get it shipped. We will. We only bought. 100 units. So we'll just yeah. fly everyone that wants to purchase said merchandise first class to China. Put them up at the Shangri-La. Give them a full tour, Great Wall, everything they want. And then have them pack the merchandise in their suitcase and bring it home. And to the 100 lucky customers that we were going to... I mean... A hundred and two thousand dollars for six grand I, worth of crap. I know, and I did say to him, I was like, "Well, it would be cheaper for me to just personally fly there and get it <laughs> and put it in a backpack." Like <laughs> <laughs> truck meal, just duct tape it to your body. Purchase three seats. Purchase two rows. You're still. I was dying. Just pack it in those animal carriers and just like, shh, just like whisper to the animal carrier full of merchandise. <laughs> I mean, I know. Ridiculous. I know. And I so know. when you said I could fly to China and just do that, what did he say? He was just like, I know that's that's just what the rate is for. And it, in all fairness, it was for air freight. In and all he, fairness, and he was I like, could it'll a, be- I could buy a yacht. <laughs> He was like, it'll be cheaper if you do like by sea. And I was just like, I'm actually done here. (laughs) Like cheaper. Like you can save 10%. It's only $90,000. I'm going to text my contact in China and say, you can keep it. Like, ni hao, shi shi. We're not, we're not spending $102,000 in. Way. (laughs) Do you know know any more Chinese? (laughs) Ni hao, shi shi. Way. So, so what's the, way is yes, but what's no? I don't know. Well, you should learn it because you have to say it to the <laughs> I'm gonna have to say people. it. I know. No. No. Wait. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Two hundred and two thousand I mean... dollars for shipping. That's because of the supply chain <laughs> issues. It's a real bugger. Well, I got a fun text from Ashley. I know that. You know how we thought it was really hard to get straight A's and get into UCSB, and yeah. she got straight A's first. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Such a smart kid. You know, she is my daughter. Yeah, a smart, smart kid. Love sends her. me a text while we're at this shitty dinner experience, luckily. And I'm just going to read it. Because <laughs> I don't think she listens to the podcast. And you know what? She signed up for this. <laughs> she signed up for a life of exposure when she had me as her mom. This is my sweet, darling, genius daughter who lives in Santa Barbara. Okay. Now, for all you geography imbeciles, Santa Barbara is just a little bit north of LA. It's Central Coast. Yeah. It's Central Coast. But it's really Southern California. I mean, it's, yeah. it's considered central, but isn't it Southern California? It is like the, it's like the gateway to, between Central California and Southern California. Okay. So we're even, I mean, we're not even Central North. We're Central. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And where is San Francisco? It's North. It's cold there. It's six hours North. Yeah. It's cold there. From, well, from Santa Barbara, it's probably about a four hour drive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's... But it's four hours. That's the difference of Salt yeah. Lake City and St. George. Yeah. And 
This is the text I got. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> My smart daughter, who is south of San Francisco, <laughs> goes, would you be okay with Emily and I driving down to San Fran and doing the Big Sur thing on the way? <laughs> it just makes me laugh so hard because it's like, drive on down. You won't pass yep. Big Sur and you'll never get to San Francisco. Um <laughs> And then she said her friend's going to Stanford, so they're going to like go visit their friends up at Stanford. Uh, and I was like, yeah, as long as you drive up, <laughs> do the Big Sur thing along the way up to San Francisco, up to Palo Alto. It just made me laugh because that is the difference of someone that was lived in California and someone that has never lived in California. Totally, totally, yeah. It's like we think Austin and, you know, San Antonio are close, are they? They probably uh, are. Yeah, they are. I think okay, like well, a I don't couple know. hours. Da- you know, Dallas. But and we don't know because we we don't know because we're not Texas Texans people. Yeah, I feel like they're two hours. Yeah, maybe. I think so, but I think Austin is south of San Antonio. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. All I know is that I've been to the Alamo. Okay. When I was staying in Austin. Okay. I think it's maybe forty-five minutes. Huh. But it's it's a flight from Dallas to Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Dallas is far. Yeah. Wasn't well, that a little bit of geography for you guys? I Why know. we rub, and we clumsily go through the <laughs> geography of Texas. Really quickly, can we just say that we could have known a lot more about Texas if it wasn't for freaking COVID? Oh, yeah. Right? We would have been in Austin for our friend's wedding. Yeah. So shout out to the boys. To Joshua and Tuck. Yep. Congrats. We watched it via Zoom. Yep. I sent reactions and accidentally I also sent a direct message to your friend Nancy Marchand and I apologize. <laughs> I did not apologize because I was too embarrassed, but I did accidentally do that. I'm kind of a newbie on the group Zooms yeah. because I don't really have like a, a corporate gig. Totally. And if I do a Zoom, it's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I know. On my I'm only not... fans account. <laughs> I'm not great and with even it then, It's not even my face on the camera, if you know what I mean. Well, I mean, to bring it home, I would like to quote you. There is more that brings us together than should tear us apart. I said that to Mary season one. And the truth is, is like COVID is so polarizing and everybody's up in arms. You know, you are vax, anti-vax, you pandemic, you hate Fauci, you, you know, want to wear masks, like whatever. You have mask me. Yeah. Like every, can we just all agree that COVID sucks? Yes. Whatever you, whatever your stand is. Whatever you believe. Like I just hate it. And you know what? I believe in doing my civic duty to, you know, wear my mask and get my shot and whatever. But like, I still hate COVID. I hate it. hundred percent. It's so dumb. And so can we just rally around, uh, you know, hatred for a a common enemy? I think we should. (laughs) I believe that COVID's not the future. Treat it well and let it go away. (laughs) Show that all the beauty that's left inside. We got to get rid of COVID, you guys. I know. It's just the worst. It's the worst. But do you know what? The lab is here for you. The we, lab loves you. We are keeping our people masked and safe and everything sanitized. And this is a safe space. For all. Yep. Yep. So, okay. Well, thank you for discussing COVID with me. You're welcome. <laughs> are you going to do a beauty lab blessed or are we short on time? No, I'm going to do a blessed real quick. Okay. Okay. It's just a sweet little. Did you see that I did a Stevie quote on my Instagram the other day? No. 
I didn't um, never have I been a blue calm sea. I've always been a storm. With a little nod to oh, bad weather and to Stevie, our girl I Stevie love next. It. I love it. Okay, Storms. so I shout out to Stormy too. Oh, Stormy turned Sweet four with Stormy. Chicago. Mm. Kanye got to come at the very end, but they were keeping the birthday oh, party location. The a real secret. Stormy. I thought you meant Stormy. Oh, Stormy, your kitty, the kitty. Well, shout out to Stormy. Meow. Yeah, both. Both, both of you play that TikTok sound that makes your cat come to you, and then I'll play this podcast, and she'll be really messed up. <laughs> her mind will, her pee brain burst. Okay, well, I just thought this was the cutest little beauty lab blast. It was a okay. review that someone left. Um, okay, it says, "Wow, you walk into heaven and are greeted by the sweetest angels." Stevani, Sam, and Chad were so kind. I have never felt such an immense amount of good energy in one room. Mark did an amazing job on my full lip plump while Stevani made sure I was as comfortable as could be. So blessed to have found a place as perfect as this and will never be going anywhere else. That's oh so my cute. Gosh. I died. Angels among us. I know. It's uh, like the theme of just like angels in heaven and That's like. a writer wrote that. I loved it. I thought it was so cute. Can we say our first name? Um, I don't even have it on. Here. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, shout out to our anonymous. pretty labber anonymous. Thank yeah. you for that mm-hmm. wonderful review. Isn't that sweet? So that was very nice, and we're glad you had a great experience because the lab loves you. Yep, it sure does. And uh, remember, life is short. By, By the, the lips. lips.